The Minnesota Vikings defeated the Atlanta Falcons in unbelievable fashion. And I've got thoughts and reactions to this game. We're not goons. We're not bullies. No matter what people say or do, we have to be ourselves. You. Guy Germain. From where? Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Les Averman, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Charlie Conway, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm Gordon Bombay, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota! From the lakes of Minnesota. I want you to first check out Hoakland Farm. Hoakland Farm has rotationally grazed 100% grass-fed Hereford beef. This beef is 100% amazing. And it is sold in quarters and halves. And they also have custom sample packs so you can try before you buy. This beef has no medications or antibiotics. And you get 20% off your first order if you tell them you heard about them on the Minnesota Tim Podcast. All you have to do is contact Jared at 952-491-1541. That's 952-491-1541. Check out their website at facebook.com backslash Hoakland Farm. And if you have any questions, you can email them at hoaklandfarm2012 at gmail.com. The Minnesota Vikings defeated the Atlanta Falcons 31-28. Jaron Hall goes down on his second possession as the Minnesota Vikings are about to score. Jaron Hall looked impressive, by the way. He made throws that I didn't think he was capable of making at this point in his career. He found Alexander Madison, led him beautifully, found him wide open. He went for a big, big gain. He found other wide receivers, good timing, good throws, great prep. You could tell O'Connell prepped Jaron Hall well to go out and be a productive quarterback. And then he gets hurt. And then it's Josh Dobbs season, baby. Josh Dobbs, the quarterback, the Minnesota Vikings traded like a sixth-round pick for. It was Josh Dobbs' time to shine. And he did at times. And he looked like the worst quarterback in the league at times. First possession, safety. A few possessions later, fumbles the ball. Atlanta takes the ball all the way down to the one-yard line. And the Minnesota Vikings stepped up defensively like they did throughout that entire game. And then, I don't know in what order it went, but... Eventually, he threw a touchdown to Alexander Madison. He fumbled again as he was getting hit. Guy caught it, number 75 from the Atlanta Falcons. And the Atlanta Falcons are in position again. The Minnesota Vikings defense stifles him again for a field goal. And um, it was just a roller coaster type day for... Josh Dobbs. It's like he was on the wild thing or something because he would make an incredible play that you hardly ever see in the NFL. And then he'd make a play where it's like you look like a practice squad quarterback 
But the plays that he made throughout this game were absolutely sensational. And you could tell throughout the game that Dobbs was getting more and more comfortable as the game went on. Because earlier on, and I mean, he just got with the Vikings. He shouldn't be comfortable. And you could tell early on he was relying on all instincts. He didn't really know the place. He didn't really know the routes. He was throwing guys about a step or two late every single time. And then as the game progressed, you could see O'Connell coaching him on the sidelines. You could see that he was starting to make more timely, accurate throws to the tight ends coming out in the flat, uh, to Jordan Addison, who had an amazing catch on the final offensive possession. Um, And he started to run after first looking for Hawkinson and the other wide receivers. But the run he had is like third down. Cam Akers absolutely blew somebody up. He, it was like third and like 12, third and 13, and he needed to maneuver and avoid a sack. And I, in my head, I'm like, throw the ball away. Get rid of it. So you don't take too big of a sack and you're still in field goal range, at least makeable range. And uh, he ends up running around to the right. Cam Akers lays the uh, hit on a Falcons defender. And he rushes for a first down. Later on, he did it again, but yet rushed for a touchdown. And then he found Brandon Powell. Now, this possession was beautiful. Like, when the Vikings allowed the Falcons to score a touchdown, I thought the game was over. Because Dobbs hadn't looked like he was capable of running a two-minute offense because... How in the world do you join a team? And this is, has a little Baker Mayfield magic because this is what he did last year with the Rams. He joined the Rams like three days before their game, and then he won his first game with the Rams. Josh Dobbs did the same thing. How do you run a two-minute offense? How do you communicate with the wide receivers and tight ends and running backs on which route to run if you don't even know the route that they're going to run? And you could see that he had an immediate chemistry with TJ Hawkinson and he struggled to get the ball to Addison until the final possession and Addison my heavens that was a sensational grab you could see the talent Jordan Addison has even though he didn't score a touchdown in this game even though he wasn't targeted often in this in this game but when he had to make a spectacular play, Addison, while getting drilled in the back, somehow got both feet down without like bobbling the ball as he falls out of bounds because they even reviewed that play. And if there's even a slight bobble as he gets hit, as he's falling out of bounds, there is no chance that they're going to allow that catch to stand. It was an amazing catch. One of the best catches I've ever seen from a Minnesota Vikings player because of the time of game. Like Justin Jefferson has probably the greatest catch by a Minnesota Viking against the Buffalo Bills last year. But this catch by Addison had to be one of the best all-time top five catches from a Minnesota Vikings wide receiver because of the moment because of what was needed, because of the quarterback, because of the situation. It was, 
It was amazing. Now, we need to give credit where credit is due. And credit is due to multiple people in this situation. One, Josh Dobbs. Despite his fumbles, despite his atrocities, he still came back and was fearless and made spectacular plays. Amazing runs, sensational plays with his legs. He had the rushing touchdown, which I mentioned. He had the amazing rush on like third and 11, which led to, I think, the Alexander Madison touchdown. But then on fourth and seven, he couldn't find a wide receiver open. And he's rushing away from the Atlanta Falcons defensive end. And I thought he was going to get tackled before he got a first down. But it's fourth and seven. You need a first down. You can't find anybody open. And he doesn't panic in the pocket. He rushes and runs for like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 yards, something like that, which leads to the Brandon Powell touchdown. When Dobbs needed to make a play, he made a play. And, I mean, it's just unbelievable, a little surreal. Because at this point in the season, you're thinking, well, at least be entertaining, at least be competitive. You're 4-4. Four and four. You're already lost out on a top draft pick. So, I mean, at least entertain us. And Dobbs is the definition of entertaining because you don't know what you're going to get from the guy. It's either going to be a terrible fumble or it's going to be a spectacular run. And he gave both. So credit to Dobbs. Credit to Kevin O'Connell. If you didn't think O'Connell could coach, now you know he can coach. The Vikings are in a four-game win streak without Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver in football. Without Kirk Cousins, the Vikings won. He prepared both quarterbacks, one in-game and one throughout the week, to get ready to beat the Falcons. And somehow, the Vikings did it. Credit number three goes to the Vikings defense. It was 21-13. Falcons had the ball. Vikings had a punt pretty early. It might have been a three and out. And everyone knew the only chance the Vikings had to win this game was if the Minnesota Vikings defense made a play. And Bijan Robinson's on a long run. He gets stripped from behind by Evans, it looked like. And then, somehow, with two Falcons right there to pick up the ball, Josh Metellus comes away with the ball. Who else would do that? That's a Josh Metellus-type play. And, of course, Josh Metellus gets the ball. Vikings score a touchdown. That was the Alexander Madison touchdown. And then they went for two. Got it by a beautiful throw to Tristan Jackson. Great catch by Jackson, too. And then the Vikings defense makes another play. Interception, Taylor Heineke, Vikings kick a field goal, up three. And then the Falcons rush all over the Vikings, basically the entire field. But the Vikings defense kept them in the game the entire time. Whether it was a safety or two fumbles by Dobbs, the Vikings held the Falcons to field goals in the first half. Their kicker for the Falcons was on the field a lot, scoring for their team. And the Vikings' defense held them to field goals. It was huge. That's why the Vikings won. 
They had a goal line stand in the first half after one of the Dobbs' fumbles. They made turnovers happen in the second half. And somehow, some way, we sit here with the Vikings without Jefferson, without Derisaw, without K.J. Osborne for half of that game, without Kirk Cousins, without Jaron Hall, without Cam Akers late in that game. Looks like he busted up his Achilles too. And somehow, some way, the Vikings came out victorious. It's setting up for a magical season. I mean, there's no reason why the Vikings should be 5-4 and four after starting the season 0-3. Somehow, someway, they are. And I've got a feeling it's just getting good. Get ready for a wild ride. Because we don't even know who's going to start next week. Dobbs or Hall. We don't know the extent of Hall's injury. But Dobbs is a playmaker, and he's also a dub maker. But man, his highlights were sensational. And what a game. That was like emotional. Josh Dobbs, build that guy a statue. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Appreciate you making this podcast a part of your day. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Follow if you're listening on the podcast app. 